Good Thursday morning and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I'm Joey and I thank you for giving me a little bit of your time to listen to me ramble. I hope everybody's doing well out there. So, children are a blessing, so people would have you believe. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. You know, the children are so wonderful and I, I, I disagree. I think that anyone who thinks children are wonderful doesn't have any. But, no, I kid, but uh, I, I I got to thinking about how much I used to really, really aggravate my father when I was really young. And he, my my father, you have to understand, was a man who was ultra conservative and he, he came from the sticks and he he spent his whole adult life that I can remember trying to not be that person. He wanted to be, I mean, he was still very conservative, but what he wanted to be was he wanted to be like this rich oil tycoon and moved us into the suburbs in North Houston and he wanted to have all the toys and show off and all this and uh, realistically he was probably drowning in debt but uh, because he was he would get so aggro about such little things and you know and it was it was like he smoked cigarettes a lot okay so I wasn't allowed to smoke uh, I mean not that you should ever, ever let your children smoke but I mean like even before he ever caught me smoking the first time it was I better not ever catch you smoking. He drank all the time. I better not ever catch you drinking. He cursed all the time. And I, I couldn't even say like the light stuff, you know, or like the belt would come off and I get my ass beat, you know, not, not beat, but you know, I'd get the, you know, get that belt across the ass. That's just Southern living. <laughs> I am who I am. I was not made into who I am. I was born this way and I could have grown up anywhere and I would have always been the hyperactive, smart-ass, question-everything person that I am. And so knowing that I couldn't swear, I always like to push the envelope with my father all the time. And I remember how I would say things, and and it would really put him on the fence about whether he could get truly mad at me or not. And, uh, and the whole reason I thought of this was because we used to go, I got to thinking about this the other day because I was thinking about camping. We used to go to this place in Texas called Lake Livingston and we'd go camping there. And I don't know now, this was started 30 years ago. You know, I was just a little kid and they had this store when you first pulled in, it was called the dam store as in a dam, D-A-M, you know, and had a picture of a beaver and he was chewing on some wood and it was called the dam store. The dot not, See, it's all about how you say it. It's called the damn store. Okay. And I took it upon myself to run with that. And so the, now this, the damn store was a, uh, you know, they had fishing lures and bait and shit like that and, uh, snacks, sodas. So any chance I got, you know, and mind you, we're camping and this is like my father, my mother, my sister, my cousins, uh, my aunt, my uncle, uh, some, his family or his friends from work and their families. And I go, oh, you know, I feel like a soda. So I'm heading to the damn store. You know, and my, my father would look at me like, you know, he'd you know, look out the side of his eye at me. And I go, what? I've just said I'm going to the damn store. Do you need anything from the damn store? You know, and I'd really, really just beat that into the ground. And it, I you know, annoyed myself after a while. But I realized that I could say these things and I could get away with it. Because what was he going to do? As long as I didn't push it too far. And one of the highlights of my uh, years in, in grade school was that I had a friend named Dick. And uh, Dickie. But his name, but I called him Dick. 
because I was allowed to say dick. And I was allowed to say it all the time. So, you know, uh, I, I'd come home from school and I'd go, uh, I'd go, hey, Dad, uh, can I go play with Dick? And he'd go, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, and then I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm giggling to myself. Yeah, I'd go out, he'd go play around the block, whatever, come home later. And I'd be like, oh, man, I love Dick. I can't get enough Dick. You know, I just wish that there was Dick around me all the time. You know, and then I'd, that's when I'd slip and say something a little too far. You know, I might as like, <laughs> it's like, I, I'm kind of not being subtle anymore, you know. At this point, I'm like, oh, nothing like a big dick in your hand. Uh, I never said that, but... And then I had... I remember I actually did get a belt for this. I had a Game Boy. I had a, Game Boy was the shit when I was a kid. And I had this uh, Nintendo baseball cartridge. And it was, you know, it was just black and white Game Boy game. And it was so fucking cool. And uh, But anyway, it was... There were only two teams, and it was America, and it was Japan. And all the American players, there, there was no, um, what do you call it, uh, you know, rights to anybody's likeness. So they were all like Bob Johnson and Jim Smith and all this shit. And then when you when the Japanese batters got up to bat, they all had these crazy names like Yakazawa and Wanababa and, uh, you know, whatever. And uh, But there was one, and his name was M. Fuku. And it was spelled, it was M period, and then his last name or first name, I don't know, however they do that, but it was Fuku, I guess it'd be his first name, but it was spelled F-U-K-U, so it looked like fuck you, and uh, oh man, I uh, <laughs> I was on the couch one day, and my father's in his recliner, as he always was after work, watching uh, whatever, and uh, I'm playing on the Game Boy, and Fuku <laughs> comes up to bat, and uh, and I'm like, it's fuck you, fuck you, oh no, fuck you, and probably like the most racist Japanese thing that I could do at the time because I was eight, and you know he's like, what? And I said, no, I said, look, his name's fuck you, look, you know, fuck you, right there on the screen, fuck you, and I'm showing it to him, you know, and then belt comes off. Anybody that ever got a belt growing up from their father knows that sound of the belt coming through the loops, what, 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 what? and then. Whoosh. A couple hours later, your ass is finally okay to sit down again. So that was the only time that I ever did the fuck you on the Game Boy thing. And what else did I do? Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, we used to go to a lot of Houston Astros games, and there was always the peanut vendors. And uh, and so I'd always pretend that I was imitating them, and because uh, they you know, they come around and go, Peanuts! Peanuts, get your peanuts here! And so... I took that as an opportunity to say penis really loud, and I'd, I'd be like, oh, Dad, I want to be a peanut vendor. Penis! Get your hot penis here! Hot penis! Get your penis! Red hot penis! I never actually caught on to that one. But the one thing I remember in that window of my childhood, between like 8 and 10, there was this movie that came out in the 80s that was called Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and it was like, the shit at the time when it came out. It's a terrible movie. There's all kinds of things wrong with it if you rewatch it as an adult. Not to mention that Matthew Broderick is like 30 playing a high school student. But it's still pretty funny. But anyway, it had this song. And I don't know what the name of the song was. I don't know who it's by, but everybody knows. It goes, And, uh, you know, all throughout... 
I don't want to say Ferris Bueller made the song famous. It could have been one way or the other around. But the song, like everyone knew this fucking song. And when you saw Ferris and that song, you always knew that like something really badass was about to happen because Ferris Bueller is just so cool, man. If you haven't seen the movie, let me just tell you, Ferris Bueller was like the most popular kid in high school and he decides that him and his narcissistic best friend Cameron are going to take the day off and ditch school and they're going to do like everything that you can do in life in one day. He gets his girlfriend out and they go cruising around in his dad's Ferrari. So that song, you know, was always in your head. It's just like... Oh my God, it was such an earwig. And so I would walk around my house and I would be imitating it. You know, I'd just be like as an eight-year-old, you know, here I am walking around the house. I'm just kind of do-do-do-do. And, you know, not really, I'm just zoning out, but I'm going, um, bow, bow, um, bow, wow. And I'm walking around the house, walking around the house. I'm doing this like all day long. I'm starting to irritate my father. But he hasn't found a really, really good reason to be irritated by it yet. So I find one. So I start, uh, I had a, we had a real big house when I was growing up. So I was circling the first floor, you know, I'm pacing it. I'm going through the den and the hallway into the living room, through the laundry, to the kitchen, and then back around again. And I'm going, um, bow, bow, um, bow, bow. And I'm just doing that, right? And then I come to the doorway to where my father is uh, sitting in his recliner, as always, and I stop, and I stare at him, and I go, and then he looks at me, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, and then I continue my... Uh, my laughs, right? So now I've, I've, I found a way to get him a little bit aggro. So this time I come back and I stop and he's flipping through the TV guide and I stare at him and I go, and he's like, God damn it, Joseph, get out of here. And so I start walking my path again, but I never turn my head. My body turns to go left and my head stays facing him and I'm still going and I'm doing it and I'm going around and around, laps around the house and I can hear my father, he's, you know, he's yelling at my mom, Jody, he's aggravating the shit out of me with this song. Just finish the goddamn song. And I'm like, and I'm smiling and I'm trying not to laugh because the laughing is messing with my chicka chickas. And I, I and he finally you, you know it's over when he when the when the, the recliner gets folded in and he stands up and I go, okay, okay, chicka And then I run off. And uh, yeah, that's just one of the many ways that I would aggravate my father and it was fun and I have no regrets. He had me and I was going to make him regret it. So yeah, that's that story. Um, you know, I keep notes. I keep, I keep this, this uh, journal next to me so that every time something inspires me like that I maybe want to talk about or if I want to write a song some kind of subject matter. I always have multiple notebooks around me at any given time with 
uh, pens strewn about all over the place and Sharpies hanging from my curtain strings. And I woke up today, I've been known to write things in my sleep, and I woke up today and my newest entry that I don't remember writing says, in quotations, black asses were meant for spanking, end quote. And I don't know where I was going with that. I feel like maybe I was going to make a song, you know, make a, make a hip-hop song maybe, black asses were meant for spanking. It doesn't, it, it doesn't sound like it's derogatory. It sounds like it, you know, like I'm feeling the black ass. So I don't know where I was going with that. So does anyone else get like these uh, ridiculous suggestions on your web browser? You know, I, I remember a long time ago before I understood that there was an algorithm to the internet, you know, back in the day when, you know, the internet was really starting to come around and be like quality to use. And uh, I, I would get on websites and I would be like, wow, that is so weird. You know, they're advertising for something that I was just thinking of or I was looking at or whatever. And as algorithms began to uh, become increasingly smarter and more a part of uh, how we consume, you can't really do anything on the internet. I swear, I you can just talk out loud to your computer and it's like the thing you were talking about starts showing up in your feed. And... Um, back in the days of MySpace, and no, I'm not going to explain MySpace. If you don't fucking know, then that's your problem. But back in the days of MySpace, my my uh, feeds, my my ads in MySpace were always like gay uh, websites and gay toys, gay porn videos, and all this crap. And I asked a question to my friends. I said, "What?" I said, "What the fuck, man?" I said, "You guys get all this gay shit in your your uh, advertising feeds." And they're like, no, dude, your ads are based on what you look at a lot. And I thought, what? You know, I don't. And then it occurred to me because I use Photoshop a lot and I love to mess with my friends that anytime that I was uh, taking one of my friends' photo or profile pictures and then like putting a dick in their mouth, uh, I had to search for said dick. So, you know, it had to be like giant throbbing dong. And so God knows how many times I had searched for dong, cock, balls throbbing, pulsating, uh, you know, member, all these words, and they had all bonded together to form this giant mass algorithm that said, this guy wants the cock, let's fucking give it to him. And uh, yeah, so um, I got to thinking about that because I was looking through my um, my Amazon. I, I Like I said, I order a lot of Amazon, and I'm looking through my, I'm, I'm on Amazon Prime today, and I'm going through everything, and it's always suggesting shit and it's never based on anything I actually buy. And I buy a lot. So I've never had one Amazon suggestion ever be for something related to something else. And so today it suggested, you know, and it even says this just for you, these Atlanta Falcons moccasins. Okay. Moccasins, brown leather, whatever skin, moccasins like an Indian, a Native American would wear with the fucking Atlanta Falcons bird logo above your toes. And it's like, what, how the fuck did they come up with that? Yeah, that, that's just, that's what I want, Amazon. I want to, I want to wear uh, the logo of one of the worst teams in the NFL on a pair of fucking moccasins. How about some jean shorts while we're at it? Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I'd like to think I have style. 
But let me tell you something else about algorithms. My friend, Aaron, he's one of my best friends in the world. And when the pandemic first hit and I was getting unemployment and I was going through a massive Amazon just binge, uh, I decided because I, I, I'm not, I'm an easy guy. Like I have all the things I want and I'm, I'm content. I have a big screen TV. I have an Xbox, I have a laptop. I've got all kinds of cool shit to play with. Um, you know, and I, I, that's it. I don't need to own everything in the world. You know, I, I'm very content. So I, I had this extra money coming in and I thought I'm going to start buying all my friends gifts. And I did. I got all, I got everyone close to me. I got their addresses and I just started buying shit. And, uh, for Aaron, uh, he's a, you know, he's an old school punker like me. So I got him like this huge sticker collection that was nothing but punk bands. And then I, 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 <laughs> then I bought him something else off of Amazon and it was this, uh, this thing that you stick in your ass. It looks like, a well, one end of it looks like, you know, when you get your blood pressure taken and they squeeze that bulb. Okay, so that's one end, and then the other end is um, is like a big black dong. I can't tell you for for sure what it was made out of because I ne- I didn't have it delivered to me. I had it delivered to Aaron, unbeknownst to him, of course. And Aaron has three girls, and I, which is such poetic justice because he's like he's <laughs> if any man was ever going to have to raise daughters, this is the guy. So he's got three girls. They're all in di- all different ages, obviously. And, um, I, so I ordered that thing. Oh, and I, I forgot to mention this, this thing with the bulb on the end of it, this big black cock, uh, it, it has a bulb on the end for a reason. If you hadn't figured that out, it's because you stick it in your ass and then you squeeze it so you can inflate it inside of you. So I get this shipped from Amazon to Aaron. I'm just expecting him to, to, uh, to, to text me and say, Oh, haha, you know, maybe take a picture with it and post it on Facebook, whatever. I mean, it was like $15. What do I care? Uh, but but something even more wonderful happened that day. And that was that he thought it was something for one of his children. And he opened it in front of all of them with his wife. <laughs> and I mean, I couldn't have planned that. I mean, I, could have, I couldn't have schemed for something like that to happen. So perfect for all the stars to align and for Aaron to unbox this gift something his daughter has been waiting for i don't know i don't care but instead it was that and that's fucking awesome (laughs) and i had to do a lot of searching before i found the perfect gift when it came to getting that to aaron because I wanted to make sure that I bought a semi-quality product and I wanted it to be really funny. I wanted it to do something unique and that's what I found. And, but I did all, I Googled constantly. I'm Googling things to put in your ass, uh, things, you know, all kinds of really just fucked up shit, you know? And I'm thinking like, Oh, I'll just erase my history in case somebody ever, I mean, not that anyone's ever going to see my history, but I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I'll just erase my history when all this is done. And, you know, like, like that's going to fool the algorithm, right? Okay. It took me like an entire fucking year of never, ever Googling anything sexual again to finally, once and for all, get all of the dildo and ass sex and male sites and male on male and power bottom and fudge packing shit-eating, cum-guzzling 
ads off of my fucking feed in Google. I had to sit there and every time I used my computer, I had to Google things like kitty cats and anything I could distract from this this horrible monster I created of of homosexuality that had taken over my computer. Not that there's anything wrong with homosexuality, but it is not a reflection of my lifestyle. Yeah, I had dug myself into that hole. <laughs> no pun intended. Keep that in mind, you know, like when you're searching for a gift for someone, and if you share a computer, or if you um, are gay and you're married to a woman, yeah, you might want to I want to use the uh, the old incognito mode, if that even keeps you from the algorithm. I don't know. I doubt it does. I highly doubt that it, that uh, <laughs> that anything is safe anymore on the internet, which is why you got to watch what you say. And at this point, if everything I've typed and said and recorded and and witnessed and Googled is available to someone somewhere, then I've got nothing to lose at this point. Oh wow, that's uh, that's twenty minutes already. I can't believe it. They, these these days they go so these shows they go so fast. Where does the time go? I think I'm actually going to up the time from twenty minutes to thirty minutes in the coming shows, depending on uh, you know the kind of response I get. So far, just started. I've got a pretty steady stream of uh, listeners going on. So if you are listening and you like what you hear, please please share it. You know. Uh, don't make me beg, because I'm not gonna. I'm on Spotify, I'm on iTunes, I'm on YouTube, uh, Fat Guy Loves Cake, and there's going to be a show every Monday, every Thursday. I, I'm going to post it at night. It's going to be when you wake up and you're driving to work. This is the kind of thing that's going to put you in a fantastic mood, okay? I want you to hear it in my voice, and I want you going into work, and I want you laughing, because you want to say things like, Hey, Dick, I love Dick, and and all that shit. Okay, I got to make the shows longer. I got... Way too many things that I want to talk about. I've got. A, I'm going to do an entire show talking about tattoos, do's and don'ts. Um, I'm going to talk about sexual deviancy and possibly, maybe, maybe even possibly discuss some of the naughty things I've done and see if any of my listeners have done any of them as well. So that's the show. Watch your algorithm, and I'll see you Monday morning. <laughs>